Hey guys, welcome back to the Fitter Podcast Season 3. Thanks so much for tuning in for the last two episodes. We really appreciate you. Uh today's topic might be a little triggering for some people and let me tell you why. Fat shaming or fit shaming, both these have become a part of our of the culture that we live in right now. A few years ago the singer Adele lost weight and for some reason everybody on the internet lost their shit. they started accusing her of fat shaming them how could you lose weight why are you telling us to lose weight that was kind of why everybody was getting their panties in a twist i shouldn't say that probably you did it anyway. that's fine <laughs> the problem was that when adele lost weight people who were unfit saw that as a judgment on them and they thought that they were being told that they were not good enough until they got fit But then let's look at the other problem which is fit shaming. Anybody who is fit, anybody who says you need to lose weight or even if they don't say that, just the fact that they appear fit is seen as some kind of an attack on people who don't have the same physique. It's just become a very twisted world and a very especially online that we are talking about. So on today's episode that's what I wanted to discuss with JC. Can you be fat and fit at the same time? is it wrong to be want is it wrong to want to be fit and how do you strike a balance between being unfit and being and is there such a thing called being too fit hey jc hey. welcome back to our episode yes to our podcast yes feel free no aapka hi ghar samjho <laughs> <laughs> so like i was saying um fat shaming yeah right uh have you been accused of fat shaming i don't remember that but i'm usually pretty um non-judgmental when it comes to uh you know like viewing people in lights of fit or fat i believe everybody is in the journey of getting fitter and partly because i have been fat so i have been subject to fat shaming You've been subjected to fat shaming, and people past. teasing you and bullying you. Yes, that yes, sort of absolutely. thing. Yeah. yeah. But what I meant was, um, you know, you are a very fit person. Yeah. You're also quite visible on social media. Yeah. Have you had people come up to you and say, "Why do you need to look like this? Why can't you just be a regular dude? You know, why do you need to be shredded? Yeah, all the time. क्या ज़रूरत है? All the time. What's your response to them? Nothing usually. I I enjoy being fit. I've seen both the sides and I believe that I'm happier now than I used to be when I was unfit. What is the source of this happiness? Is it the physique itself looking in the mirror or is it something else? It's the discipline. The physique is an outcome of mm. the process. Mm. It's it's a byproduct of my lifestyle. Mm. And it's a good reminder that yeah, my lifestyle is good. So you can see wake up in the mirror every single day and you know that you didn't wake up like this because you ate a lot of junk or mm. you know you drank too much or partied hard mm. you know that you were disciplined yesterday and so what you see in the mirror is a result of that exactly it's something you've earned it's not yes. something that someone gave you yeah, you took yeah. it you made it for yourself yeah it's like crafting something it's like building something when something is being built it's usually a process of building you know so you lay the foundation and then you keep working hard and hard and every day you see the progress you know that's a combination of all those years months and days of 
discipline, the, mm. the work you put in, right? So that's exactly what it is. Mm. When you wake up, you see yourself in the mirror, you recognize that, yes, you know, I've been putting a lot of work and my lifestyle has been good. And this is where I am now. Back when you were fat, like you said, mm. uh, was there someone you looked up to and said, you know, okay, I want to look like that person. I want to be that person. You know that, right? You know the answer to that. I want you to hear. Say it yes. one more time. <laughs> Ritik Roshan, yeah. Ritik Roshan. Yes. Yes. What was it about him that you wanted to emulate? I mean, he was the beautiful. physique, of course. I mean, at the time, at the time, yeah, at the time, I didn't know him, right? Mm. I, I just saw him. Mm. I just fell in love with the guy, the way he looked, the way he talked. Like he looked like a freaking superhero. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So still does. Still does. Yeah. Still does. So yeah. But then, cut to today, you know, 2023. Obviously, I remember back in the day, you know, when Ritek and Salman Khan and so many other actors, you know, it suddenly started this fitness trend. Now, it's as if the world has flipped on its head. Now, even magazines like Sports Illustrated won't show fit people on the cover. Well, that's, that's I, I don't believe that it undermines the importance of fitness. I think it's just some people trying to sell stuff one fit people, you know, by making them feel inclusive. So instead of telling them uh, how things are mm. really, mm. and that it's not very healthy for you to be excessively overweight in the long run, because it is going to affect your uh, well-being. It's going to affect how long you live. Mm. It is going to affect the lives of people around you. Uh, they are just using this whole uh, fit shaming, fat shaming, uh, you know, body positivity as a movement to sell them stuff. Mm. You know, so I, I don't think it's healthy. I don't think it's very sustainable. At some point of time, people will come back to their senses and they'll realize that mm. what people preach online um, and when people say, hey, it's okay to be unfit is very short-lived and you can't really live your life uh, happily if you're unfit. It's, mm. it's very difficult. You can live that for maybe five years, 10 years, maybe in your prime. But the older you get, your body starts giving up. Mm. That's what probably happened with Adele. You know, mm. That's probably is happening with a lot of celebrities who once were advocates of the body positivity movement and not, not like the color and scar movement, but right. the fat uh, positivity movement. You know, they, they are all going back to the basics, you know, getting into a healthy routine, eating the right food. Mm getting fat. So here's the hot button question. Can you be fat or overweight and still be healthy? No, you can't be. Why not? Because fat or excessive adipose tissue deposition is unhealthy because it leads to decline in testosterone levels, increase in your estrogen levels. Your organs uh, become fatty. And there's actually a condition called fatty liver, right? A more fat gets deposited around your organs. Your arteries start getting clogged. Your cholesterol levels shoot up. Your blood glucose goes up. And it's basically you're a ticking time bomb. You know, you can maybe stay fat or unhealthy during your prime years. But after your prime years, you will 100% develop some sort of lifestyle condition. It could be you something... You face the consequences of your choices and... Yes, and the consequences will keep getting worse at every passing year. So no, you can't really be unhealthy. You can be fit and fat at certain time because fitness is basically 
different than being healthy when when we are talking explain about this because i think maybe then i might have got the question wrong when i said can you be fat and healthy what i meant was um no lifestyle diseases and things like that now no, i know no, you are bound to get lifestyle diseases if you, if are, you are if you are fat if you are overweight but then explain this when you said you can be fat and fit at the same time yeah you can dance much better than a lot of fit people like i know i i can't dance worth <laughs> anything but a lot of i can vouch for that yeah a lot of unfit people <laughs> morbidly obese people can probably dance better than me hmm. i can't even do a proper full split now um but a lot of unfit people can i can't skate as well as some unfit people can a lot of unfit people can also do backflips they can also do bungee jumping they can do all sorts of stuff that regular fit people can do and it's very easy for somebody to get confused that their athletic abilities hmm. translate into Health, health which means absence of disease no they are still at a very high risk of developing some sort of lifestyle disease with the other person with probably uh, much better uh, physical fitness is not so if i had to say this in a nutshell uh, health is the absence of disease whereas fitness is or being fit is maybe your certain physical abilities that you have physical abilities your ability to move around your ability to do something fit for something you know fit is never used in isolation it's a it's a it's not a uh it's not a verb per se it's also sort of like an adjective you know like you're fit for something mm mm-hmm. so but when we talk about health you know it's it's a culmination of physical mental social financial but really uh when when among strengths when you're talking about it we are essentially referring to absence of any disease mm. and again there's a caveat because for example i'm physically fit my health parameters are pretty good but do i do have um hepatitis b yeah. i do have osteoarthritis those are the things i can't um i can't do anything because those are more or less genetic mm. right but what about the fact like you said you have hepatitis b and arthritis mm. the fact that you have not allowed them to progress yes. or take over your life yeah. that would be a sign of both health and fitness yes i do have mm. athletic abilities mm. i am fit for a lot of things mm. like i can climb faster i can run faster i can probably do martial arts better than most people mm. right so that may and that makes me fit for a lot more things than than average people i'd say mm-hmm. you spoke about inclusivity you know earlier and i was actually i've been a part of the fitter community for so long and that you know is one of the most inclusive and diverse communities that i've seen yeah. and that's what i would like to tell people who say that you know fat shaming is a bad thing Yeah. where you know the community is a very good example of the fact that you are you know advocating change yeah. we're telling people to become better improve their health yeah. but it's being done in a very how would i say this in a very gentle compassionate manner yeah so you know talking about health or fitness doesn't mean automatically that you are judging people yeah yeah, yeah. no i i think it's a, it has to come from a place of deep care deep love and compassion I think by now people have realized that that you know a person like me is not out there to mock people mm. um I'm out there to help people and uh I believe if I would have said the same thing maybe 7 or 8 years back people would deem me as somebody who's judging them but today when I speak the truth that a fat doesn't make you healthy and if you're overweight and if you're unhealthy that's not good for you they recognize that 
it's coming from a place of care and compassion mm. not from a place of judgment or you know like trolling or more so let's say people out there who want to encourage their friends or family members to get fit and sometimes it can become a very you know a very strange conversation yeah. because people are not very welcoming they don't want to hear yeah, yeah. they want they don't want to be told are wasn't come yeah, yeah. so what would you suggest what approach should a person like that take when talking to their loved ones about this um see it's very it's a very sensitive subject even today i don't speak directly to people who i don't know mm. like if i if i come across a stranger usually what happens is they are the ones who strike the conversation and saying jc you're so fit please make me also fit mm. you know then it's like you know we get into the chat otherwise i don't point out if they're unfit because i uh you know immediately get reminded of the fact that when i was unfit and people used to point out it didn't feel good so right. i never make that uh initiation i don't initiate so that fat shaming is definitely not the way to help no, somebody no no it's it's absolutely disastrous i think it does more bad than good you should not point out people if they're unfit or fat but this is a conversation this is just like you're asking me a question i'm answering i'm not mm-hmm. pointing out uh, that this person or that person needs to be fit or fat i'm not not essentially saying that um having said that i think the way to do it is basically uh you know constantly serving as an example you know constantly trying to better yourself and bettering yourself not just um the way to do it is serving as an example and constantly bettering yourself not just in the realm of physical fitness but mental financial social and somehow attributing all of these things to um let's say your physical and mental fitness you know and and not uh not uh, in a manner where you have to lie but truthfully mm. so when i tell people hey i wouldn't be here if it wasn't for my physical fitness i'm not lying i'm telling them the truth and that makes people think is it really though you know this person is financially doing so well he's doing socially so well mm. is there a way that it is all connected to somehow his physical fitness the mm. minute they think that they see physical fitness as something more than just a body it's a culmination it's discipline consistency patience you know these are all values these are all systems these are all basic principles that apply not just to one aspect but your entire life mm. right so i think that's really important so you have to constantly um you know be an example in front of the people and one fine day you you think that they will start noticing and start listening to you can you tell us a story somebody from your life someone you are close to who has witnessed your change and has been inspired to change themselves so the fitter community itself Im- somebody imagine. close to you i mean the fitter community is yes i mean of course okay, the close important. ones are the toughest mm-hmm. the close ones are the toughest you think that you know me being fit mm-hmm. would have like a direct effect on my family it took me 3 years to convince my mom and dad to make fitness as a lifestyle and when they did my mom ended up losing 20 kgs wow and my dad is now no longer hypertensive right so usually the close ones are the most resistant to change ironic <laughs> ironic and that's because wo ghar ki murgi dal par aao exactly yeah, so that that happens did you strike the conversation or did they come to you and say beta now so, it's time yeah look i think the conversation went something like this i remember telling my mom and dad and mom and dad mom I run a fitness company, and uh, you know, I think you guys have to take fitness more seriously. 
you know, because I remember for the longest time, my parents were like, now we are 50, now we are 40, now we are aging, now mm. we just have nothing left to do, we are just going to die and this and that. I mean, they would always say these things. Kya exactly. Kis you know, know, yeah, exactly. Mm. So they would always say these things and those things would irritate the hell out of me. I'm like, guys, just 50, you have freaking 50 more years to live. Mm. Now I'm 37, I don't feel like I'm like turning old or something. I, I, for all I know, I'd probably feel the same for the next 20, 30, 40 years. I would love to prolong it to even um, the whole life I have, uh, you know, left to live. But it would just irritate the hell out of me. I was like, this mindset is so destructive. Mm. Nothing good is ever going to come out of this. So I think more often than not, it was this point that I was trying to convey to them that mom, I'm 35, I'm 34. And I remember when you guys were 34 and 35 and you were like, we are getting old. Mm. Now I'm your age. I don't feel like I'm getting old. You know, then I would point out to Sunil Shetty and now it's like incredible fit. He's, he's almost the same age as my dad. Mm. And I would constantly send him pictures of him. I'm like, look dad, he can do it. Look at him. He looks like a 40 year old guy. Why do you have, and my dad doesn't look old. I've met him. Yeah, he doesn't yeah. look old. My mom probably looks 55, but my dad definitely doesn't look 65. He doesn't look old and he's pretty active. Mm -hmm. But it's just that the, the whole, the way, the approach, um, you know, he's probably, uh, he probably looks a lot more fitter than his counterpart. And Akriti's dad actually looks like a very handsome, um, you know, like a 40 year old guy. He doesn't, and he's older than my dad. But the way they talk mm -hmm. is just, it's, it's crazy. You know, so the, the, the mindset change, took a very long time. Hmm. So I'm going to add a little ghee to the fire. Who transformed better, your dad or Akriti's dad? Akriti's dad never had to transform. Hmm. He's never been unfit. Akriti's whole family is really fit. Hmm. And that's, I think that's all thanks to genetics that Akriti is also super fit. Hmm. Hmm. And on my side of family, like everybody is super You've got unfit. to work hard for that. Super unfit. Hmm. Morbidly hmm. obese individuals in my entire family. Mm. Right, so that's where I'm coming from. Akriti's family is everybody is super beautiful, super happy, <laughs> super fit, and very very tall and fair. <laughs> <laughs> They've hit the genetic lottery, basically. Uh, they've hit the genetic lottery. Yeah. 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 Uh, her dad is probably like, uh, like probably almost six feet. Mm. Yeah, and very lean and uh, very handsome, head full of hair. Her grandparents are also like very much alive and like really um, incredible people. Like uh, her grandfather is probably 94 years, wow. walks normally, has a head full of hair, um, you know, talks normally, has his eyesight and hearing as perfect, right? So, so genetics is one part of it, but I'm sure they must be doing something right. Yeah, I, I believe they are very disciplined guys mm. also. Like mm. my family, I think this, I also believe that it's something to do with jobs. When people go in jobs, they develop a routine. Right. And right. so her dad, for the longest time was working in a local government job where he probably formulated a routine, right? So their mm -hmm. life is pretty balanced. And my side, my dad had a business, right? So lots of stress up and down. And yeah, when, when things go up and down, you can't really have a lifestyle. So now apart from you, aside yeah. from you, who's the second fittest person in your family? In my, in my family, my yeah. brother. Yeah. Brother is pretty fit. Yeah, he goes to the gym, he works out. Both of us, we... Um, so he was on the weaker side, as in he was really, he looked like he's malnourished all through his childhood and mm. I looked like I was like overweight. 
like eating all right. his food so he had to come from were you this eating side all his food this side be honest were you eating all his food um in the hostels yes yes in the hostel i was mm. uh not because i was like asking him for the food because the food was like so bad <laughs> he wouldn't eat it mm. and i you couldn't get enough i couldn't get enough I was also bigger than him. I was three years older than him, and they were serving both of us the same quantity of food. It ah. was never enough. Mm-hmm. And he always liked drinking tea, and I hated tea. I hate milk. I hate tea. I hate coffee. So I'll give him my tea and biscuits, and he'll give me his poha. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So you know, it is possible at any age. Your father's shown this. Your mom yeah. has shown this. It is possible at any age to improve your health, get fit, absolutely, and you know, do this. Um, any challenges that maybe people should watch out for? I mean, you obviously don't want to suddenly get up one day and you know, I'm going to change everything about my life now. Yeah. Take it step by step. Yeah. What challenges along the way? Anything that any precautions that they should take if they decide to get fit? I think just uh, by the time people are 60 70 especially in India you know almost everybody has one or two lifestyle disorders matlab utna nahi hoga to are you even aging right. bro are you an indian <laughs> <laughs> are you even an indian parent bro mm-hmm. like you have to have some sort of a problem kuch right like my dad sugar kuch to even she was yeah. higher yeah. my mom's bp was higher my dad was hypertensive right so all these problems so you just have to take it one day at a time and gradually mm. if you try to push yourself too much you know you are old you have you have weak bones uh, there's a good chance that you might incur an injury which you might not recover from and then then you'd probably blame mm. your routine and then you know after listening to you maybe 10 people who were deciding to get fit will not get fit right so mm. just be careful take it easy one day at a time health and fitness can really transform not just your physical body but also your mind and everything else it mm. makes everything better mm. but there's a method to this and follow the method do it step by step and results will follow and you'll be much more happier before we end the episode i want you to say something to the people but yeah. not to people who are already fit or who want to sure. get fit but the people who've been telling them not to get fit you don't need to be fit you don't need to be healthy yeah. you are you no know, good the way you are yeah. can you just look at the camera and tell them something You guys are probably the worst kind of friends anyone can ask for. You should not do that. You think you care about people you love, and that's that 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 this thing that you don't need to get fed is coming out of concern. These concerns are not only misplaced; they are outright outright dangerous. They're not helping your friends. They're not helping your family. You are a bad influence on your friends and family. You know, I I, I hope people will. go far away from you oh god <laughs> i know it sounds bad but it's it's good for them you're not good for them going away from you is good for them strong words from jc but truth bombs all of them personal experience you have to leave these kind of you know people who who really portray as your well-wishers when they are not you have to leave them behind that's the only way you are going to get anywhere in life Uh, these people are like energy suckers whether that's career whether that's fitness whether relationships anything if you don't leave these people behind you will fail and when you do fail uh, these people will come celebrate your failures mm. very it makes dangerous. them feel good about themselves it makes them feel good about themselves 
they feel happy in other people's failures. So get rid of such people. That's a powerful note on which to end this week's episode. JC, thank you so much. I must shake your hand on this. Thank you. We'll be back next week with another episode and we'll of course bust many more myths and help you get fit now and in the future. Thanks for watching.